0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of the Two Idiots, Some Genius podcast. Today, Laz and I are going to be talking about something that is pretty interesting, I think, and that would be how to maintain and make meaningful relationships, both in friendships and romantically. So, Laz, I think that you have a better understanding of how to get like and maintain good friendships while I think have a better understanding of how to maintain good romantic relationships. So I think we should start with the friendships because I think that will kind of move us into the romantic part of the conversation.
1: Yeah, man. So I think it's uh, starting to become a lost art. Um, just being kind of a common, decent person. Like just being nice, you know, checking in on people. Mm-hmm. If someone you can tell is off, you check in with them. It's because then they reciprocate, because they realize like you actually care about them. you want going to show a little bit of niceness to somebody. They'll usually reciprocate that, that that feeling.
0: Yeah, it just shows that you care, right? I mean, like, if you are going to put in the time and the effort to make sure that somebody is okay, it shows that you care. And I think that's one of the foundations of maintaining a good relationship, right, is that you act, have to actually care. And this is true as well for business, right? I mean, for business, if your employees don't think that you care about them, then everything that you say to them is not going to hit them quite as well. And I think that, and for friendships, I mean, it's even more important, right? Because if you don't think that your friend cares about you, then it's not, you're probably not going to be willing to put in the time for that friendship, right? And I think that we've had that run in as well with us. I think we have had a few friends, and I think that you have a very specific example, I'm not going to name names, but of somebody that you put a lot of time and effort into to help them, make sure that they were okay, and then very recently, maybe not very recently, but somewhat recently, they kind of dropped you, right? And its I think that if you kind of don't show and you aren't willing to reciprocate the same feelings, though, then I don't think that that friendship is going to be good because I think that it is a two-way street here, right? If, like, say you are putting in a lot of effort you care a lot about somebody, but somebody's not really reciprocating that, then I think that, that at that point is no longer something that you can do besides maybe talking to them but i think that maybe that is a relationship that you're going to have to drop because it is a two-way street in some sense
1: well there, there's a certain amount of people that you might call and they might not be in the mood to talk i mean i know i call people a lot it's probably my biggest i annoy people sometimes because i call
0: them a good bit cause I don't <laughs> like yeah I don't you definitely like, call me a lot so <laughs> yeah, but i just don't i don't feel like something
1: that I want to say over text isn't going to deliver the same way for me as if I make a phone call. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's also, I think, for men at least, significantly men, there's the power of the meme. Oh, yeah. Which, if you can be the kind of person that, like, I don't have to talk to my friend about anything in this particular. It doesn't got to be about politics. It doesn't got to be about crappy stuff going on in my life with their life. If you can just send them something goofy and stupid they will make them smile, you can create some meaningful and meaningful interactions from that i mean i have a couple friends that i send memes daily that like it's just something i do it's basically hey i'm alive don't mm-hmm. respond to it send me a meme. they're alive mm-hmm. all right good I, go. so basically I, it's the it's the text version of the head nodding.
0: Mm-hmm. and i think too that a lot of people don't understand especially women don't understand how guys are around each other in, like, some sense, because when we hang out, we'll talk, but we'll also be totally fine with just sitting there and not talking the entire time, just, like, being with each other, right? And that's totally normal, right? Like, there are a lot of times I'm hanging out with, like, my roommates or hanging out with my friends, especially who are dudes, and we just sit there and just chill, watch TV, don't say anything, and it's totally fine. Like, that's totally okay. And then there are other times we have a million and five things to talk about. It's just, like, just being with people and being present is, I think, really important, Right.
1: Well, so we're so we're social creatures but there's a difference between men and women in the context women like to work with people and interact with people men like to work with things mm-hmm. so that's usually the the way people go so like if you're a nurse you have to interact with people and that's a t- typically female practicing job. But if you're, let's say, you're a bricklayer or a mechanic, you're not going to be talking with people. You're going to be working together on a project with not a lot of communication. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be going towards the same goal unless you need help with something. And I think that's the same way you take that to a step further of the social aspect of of us,
0: that we interact differently. Mm -hmm. It's
1: something that I find really weird because I've noticed that women who are in a profession that are majority male they start to become acting like men and men who are in a profession that's majority female start to take on some of those characteristics right so if you're surrounded by women you might start interacting more in the way that women do just as if you're surrounded by men you're going to interact
0: more like men do Mm -hmm. and i I, that kind of leads into the next thing is that if you really want to maintain a good relationship Uh is that you have to understand how the person that you're friends with communicates, right? And there's a great book called The Five Love Languages that breaks it down in a more romantic sense, but it's true for friendships as well, right? Every single person is going to respond differently to certain types of interactions, and especially when it comes to your friends, right? Some friends are going to be more receptive to things like dark humor than other people, and I think that you have to be able to balance out your friendships and be able to... I mean, again, like I'm not saying that you need to change yourself, right? Like, don't you don't have to change yourself so that you are friends with somebody? But if you are friends with somebody, there are some things that are going to be more palatable, or things that you are going to that they're going to care about a little bit more than others. Like, if say for example, one of your friends hates talking about politics, right? It's probably a good idea to not talk about politics when you're around that person. And I think that, and I'm sure everyone has friends who love talking about politics, and talking about politics with them is fine. But being able to determine which friend is going to respond in which way to certain comments or certain conversation topics, I think is really important, especially if you want to maintain those friendships. Because you don't want to piss people off. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have insightful or thoughtful discussions, right? Because I think that there is a time and a place for it. But know your audience is all I'm saying.
1: So uh, I think that, at least for me, personally most of my friends enjoy dark humor, and most of my friends enjoy talking about politics so that's a weird segue with me but the people I know that don't like talking about politics I talk to them about culture mm-hmm. like things we watch things we play or like if they do play D&D or something like that I can talk to them about that if they don't give a, if they don't give a crap about politics I can talk you just kind of got to develop yourself a little bit and be adaptable to the situation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who aren't in the context that they think that everybody should adapt to them, which is a really weird way of looking at the world because it's not how it works. Right. There's no situation whether you're in a work environment, school environment, social environment, or you're just, in a family environment that you think that everybody's going to want to go along with what you want to do, even if you are the person who normally dominates the interactions, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you still got to be respectful to the other people there.
0: Yeah. And that's a great segue as well, because I think that with what I just said, where it's like making sure that you're flexible, you also have to be a little bit open-minded as well, right? There are going to be times when your friends or your family are going to want to have conversations or talk about things that, you don't necessarily always want to talk about, but you have to be willing to have conversations and be open minded to discussing new things and to trying new things, right? A friendship is never going to last if you're not willing to try new things, especially if you're in a relationship, right? I mean, I know that for Haley and I, I am not somebody who typically likes things like Harry Potter. I'm not a big candle maker. I actually hated candles and I'm not a huge fan of candles in general. But because Dave started dating Haley and she is into all those things, I was like, you know what? I don't typically like these things, but I'm willing to give them a try. And I'm willing to make the effort to make sure, you know, to try them out. Because I think that that shows a lot. And it's true for friendships as well. And that's why I think there's a lot of carryover from friendships to relationships. Because a lot of times what you're doing to make a meaningful friendship is going to be the same for a romantic relationship. I mean... Minus the physical stuff. I think that everything in terms of emotion, emotionality and flexibility are all pretty similar.
1: So like one of, one of our friends going through, went through a rough time a little while back mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, well, he likes Minecraft. I'll play Minecraft with him. Right. I'll play video games with him. I'll take time. Even though I didn't want to play Minecraft, I wanted to play Call of Duty. I'll play Minecraft with him. Mm-hmm. Or if I went over to his house, I'd go do something he wanted to do. But We just chilled, listen to music do whatever the what you can make it you can make time for somebody if you're already taking time out of your day out of your weekend that's valuable time Mm -hmm. you're already showing them that you care but if you take the next step to show people that like hey your interests are also important it's pretty pretty good to do for people because it helps them with their self-worth and all of that that comes with it Mm you bring people up with bringing people up with you Rather than just always creating uh, an arena in every friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it, that you have. Mm -hmm. and I know a lot – there's there's a lot of people that they like the the thought – they like the process of they enter into a room, they got – the fight would be more enjoyable than than having to concede.
0: Yeah, I think that goes right into what we were talking about earlier with actually caring about people, right? I mean – when people are going through a rough time, reach out to them. Be willing to do things with them and really try to make them feel better. And I think that that goes a very, very, very long way in terms of relationship. I mean, if you don't care, I mean, again, not to repeat myself again, but if you don't care about somebody, they're not going to care about you. So making the effort to just try to make them feel better, to just really listen and be present. I think that's a big thing as well. And I think that, especially now in the, digital age especially things with social media and stuff like that and this is an area that i actually struggle in sometimes as well is getting off the phone and actually listening and paying attention to the person who's talking to you especially when they're talking about something serious a serious problem or a difficulty that you're having in your relationship with somebody i think that you need to make sure you put the phone down and you stay present because if you're not listening people are not going to want to hang out with you people are not going to want to share their feelings with you people are not going to want to do things with you because every time they're with you they always think that there is something more important on your phone or something more important somewhere else that is taking your attention away from them so and it's it's hard today because everyone is so attached to their phones i know that i have a problem with it right i know that sometimes especially when i'm talking to Haley and i am here in boston and she's down in pennsylvania sometimes we'll be talking on the phone and i'll get distracted and i'll start scrolling through instagram or scrolling through twitter or doing something else or like Maybe I have work to do. And I just get distracted when we're trying to have a conversation. So trying to make sure that when you are talking to someone, you're actually talking to them, you're actually listening to them, is going to be a big thing that a lot of people can... It's a small thing that a lot of people can do that's going to make a big impact.
1: Well, the energy gets reciprocated. So if you're going to do that to them, they're going to do it to you.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So you can can easily tell when someone's not paying attention to you. Mm -hmm. And, I mean... I think that the phone, as bad as it can be for certain people, like the addition to it, I mean, I live in a different state than every one of my friends other than the people I work with. So it makes it a really easy tool rather than having to write a letter Mm -hmm. to say, like, what's up, my dude? Or having to do something, like, send, send, I don't know. It's really easy to communicate with people because you have something that is cheap. You can in instantly talk to somebody. Yeah. I have a friend in Japan who I can talk to. I talked to some one of my friends who's in Germany. I talked to him, and it was, I called him. He was getting up and ready for work, and I was getting ready to go to bed. And I was like, he messaged me, and I was like, right, I'll talk to you. Talked to him on the phone. And it was just like that it, it's not difficult. And people really, really try for some reason to make excuses to not have interactions or not to reach out to people.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I do understand that there are people who are busy, right? And I understand that there are other things that are going on in your life. But if, if it is a relationship that really matters, you have to be willing to make the effort. Now, I'm not saying that you have to give up everything. I'm not saying that you need to give up your hopes and your dreams and your job. Just try to make the time. Everybody has the time in the day to do a 30-minute call. Right? I mean, just think about how much time you spend on your phone, scrolling through Instagram, mindlessly watching YouTube. If you just cut out some of that time doing that and instead made the effort to make that call, not only would you enjoy that time more, but that time would be better well spent. Right? I mean unless you're really doing something that is trying to improve you, I mean like reading a book or watching some sort of educational thing, scrolling through Instagram and looking at the hot girls on Instagram or scrolling through the feed and just seeing what your friends are doing on the last two nights, it's not going to be as impactful as actually calling those people or actually reaching out to somebody that you care about, whether that's your parents, whether that's your girlfriend, whether that's your best friend. Trying to make the effort and trying to... Talk to people is going to go a long way i mean and like you said everyone can do it right i mean you and i are recording this podcast right now over the phone and you're in texas i'm in boston you're in texas right i think Yeah. yeah you're in texas i'm in boston we are half a country away from one another but we're still able to make the time and you call me all the time as well right it's like i mean you have a different schedule than i do so you're obviously able to call me whenever you can but yeah i always try to make sure that if I don't pick up, I at least try and tell you why. I know this week's been a little bit weird because I work like 12 hours a day, but every time you call me, I always try and make the effort to call you back or I always try to at least answer the phone. And I think that if more people were willing to use the tools at their disposal to do something that was beneficial instead of just doing something that was going to waste your time, it would be... You would have to get a lot more out of it.
1: Well, I also think that people... People... A lot of people nowadays are using the relationships that they make with people to for personal gain, which I understand can be useful. But there's not a lot of health health like in the way people interact with each other recently. There's a lot of really, really I don't know what the word is, just negative negative interaction between people who should be positive with each other because it's not like what they're doing is all that different. It's not like what their goals are or they different. It's just the way that they think that they should be treated is different. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I just don't think it's difficult. And I also just think being a nice person gets you a really good out, outcome in life. Because when you treat people the way you want to be treated, when you treat people with dignity and respect, you usually get it back. I'm like, yeah, you can, you, you can talk your talk to people if you want to. Because don't get me wrong, I do it all the time. But it's in the right scenario in the right context you to at least try to read people i mean that's why i think people should really take a look into jordan peterson because the, the guy has a ton of stuff on how to actually build build on your personal being because if you build up your toolkit where you want to actually interact with others you can really become good at it and have be proficient checking in on people and become a powerful person in the context that you can really influence people positively
0: yeah and i think the other thing that's great about jordan peterson is that he really emphasizes building structure in your life to make yourself a better person and i think that is so important as well in building a relationship because if you are not a good if you have not as jordan peterson said if you can't clean your own room up, and you can't get your own life in order, you shouldn't be going around trying to change the world. And it's going to be really hard for you to make a friendship if you are having trouble trying to make peace with yourself. If you are not able to be happy with yourself, if you're not able to be content with yourself, and I know that a lot of people who, you know, they aren't happy with the way they look and stuff like that, and that, that's totally fine. That's not exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if you do not like the person that you are, and you are trying to almost masquerade or act a different way to make other people like you then you need to work on yourself before you can maintain a good relationship with people because there's all you can only maintain the you can only have the mask on for so long before it falls off and then that relationship that you've built up is going to crumble because you can't keep that lie going you have to be okay with yourself you have to be happy with yourself and you have to be a person That you're happy with, right? If you are not happy with yourself, other people aren't going to be happy with you either. And there are a lot of people out there who are, especially women, who do not like a man who is not sure of himself, who is not confident, and who is very insecure, right? And it's just, that is just a fact of life. People do not like being with someone who's insecure. So if you want to maintain a good, especially a romantic relationship, you definitely want to try and work on some of those insecurities before you try to maintain, You try and build or create something, though.
1: Yeah, and I think that... Well, so people take keeping your... Or cleaning clean your room, and that's part of the insecurity thing in my understanding of mm-hmm. it. People take that as if literally go clean your room. <laughs> it, it doesn't... No, it means... You got to take care of your baggage upstairs. You got to take care of your body. You got to take care of your diet. You got to take care of whatever issues are ailing you. And it's basically keeping or it's keeping your court you know you gotta you gotta take care of the things around you not legitimately cleaning your room but you you should clean your room but i mean like make your bed when you wake up in the morning sweep your floor mop it eat breakfast make some tea whatever you got to do to make yourself a little bit better make a routine and then everything kind of just else slides into place i mean if you work out or at least eat healthily I recommend working out and eat ha- eating healthily. If you do that, then you're just going to be more enjoyable to be around. You're going to mm-hmm. feel better about yourself. You're going to look better. And the people are going to want to be around you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, think for the, I think for, for at least in the context of like romantic relationships, the big issue right now is how digitized it is mm-hmm. in the context that, like, You can go shoot your shot with any woman you want to around your area, any
0: man, however you you sweat. Instant access to men or women at all times. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't think it's enjoyable personally.
1: I don't find it fun. I find it kind of just gross, especially because you can, there's no opening up to people. You put everything that you want. And expect on a front page where someone comes in and looks at you, I mean, I could swipe and be swiping on somebody in Dubai if I wanted to, or swiping on somebody in Mumbai, and I don't think it's healthy. I understand, yeah, it's making people have better access to people that would be more, I don't know what the word is necessarily, more compatible, I guess. You have more options now. Yeah, but I also think it's really hurting people. I mean, you look at the mental health aspect of social media and you see people, I mean, I found it pretty funny the other day when I saw, I don't know if it was a YouTube video, I think it was a YouTube video of somebody using, um, it's a software they generated and it removed women's face, um, if the filters they were using mm-hmm. and it was removing the filter and it was removing the makeup. And these women were still pretty. These women were still good looking people. But they wear so much makeup to make them look like they're, like, I don't know, just, like, increase the jawline and stuff like that. And then you got a guy who's looking at that, and we don't do that. Mm-hmm. So they we're like, oh, all these women's are nines and 10s You We're know going around. That's not good for health. I don't I don't really enjoy that aspect of this in the context that you're not really able to be self-assured because there's so much, there's so many ways you're not meeting this person in real life. But mm-hmm at least to start off with. And when you do, it's it doesn't matter if it goes well or not, because if it goes well, she could still be on Tinder, swiping
0: on somebody or Bumble or whatever app people use. And I think that really makes it hard for you to be self-assured. Yeah. I I don't want to crap on Tinder too much, because I actually did meet my girlfriend now that we've been dating for a year. I met her through Tinder, so I can't crap on it too much. But I do think that the instant access that people have to other people is dangerous right and because you it's it's the inst- it's instantly right you have pretty much the endless supply of sex at that point and yeah. you feel like that you don't want to get bogged down because there's so many options out there you don't want to pick somebody and say oh what if there's somebody better because i i mean There are literally millions of people that I have the option of going with now. I have access to people on social media. I can message anybody I want. I can use Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, any of these other online dating apps or hookup apps. It is something that is really making a lot of people, both men and women, very confused. So I think that if you really want to start a romantic relationship, just have that in your mind. Make that decision already that that is something that you want to do. Don't go into it thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll talk and then we'll see where things go. Make the decision before the first date that you, what you're looking for, right? Because you don't want to get to that first date and be like, oh, I'm looking for the I'm I don't know what I'm looking for. And then she's like, oh, I don't know what I'm looking for either. So it's just know what you want. If you know what you want, it is going to be easier for you to sift through all of the distractions. That's what happened to me, right? I went through two years where I was like, I think I want a girlfriend, but I'm not sure really if – I really do want that. I went on tons of dates, tons of first dates and met tons of beautiful women, but I couldn't make the commitment because I was unsure if this was really somebody that I wanted to be with and I was unsure of if I really wanted it. And then I finally made the decision. I was like, you know what? I want a girlfriend, right? I want to be in a relationship. I want to be with somebody who I can commit with and I want to be with somebody who I can hopefully start a life with, right? And that that's... The decision that I made, and I went on a few more dates, and it went much smoother. And those people that I went on those dates with, I'm still (laughs) friends with, because I made it very clear from the get-go what I was looking for. I want something where it's just the two of us. I want something where I'm committed to you, and I want to be in a relationship that hopefully goes for a long period of time. And some girls were okay with that. We went on dates, and some girls were not. And it made it a lot easier because I I didn't have to, I didn't have those distractions anymore. And it just, now I'm in a over a year long relationship and I'm loving it. Well, so I think a lot of the issue
1: is the fact that the, the easy access makes it so that you would rather get that, that dopamine after a hookup or that dopamine after you go out on a date with girl and she, if she puts out or the guy puts out, whatever Mm -hmm. you do and you don't, build anything with somebody and then you lose all of the skill that you were building on a, the ability to actually take the step with somebody i mean i know for me in the area i'm in it's very difficult because none of these women want a relationship they mm-hmm. just want to go out and uh be boss women having to use a family friendly friendly language here um they just want to go out and they want to go party. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not about that. I'm not looking just to go. I'm not, I'm not looking to be with a girl that I'm going to be with for two dates and then have fun two times and then be able to hit her up randomly when I want her. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. That's not That's not what I'm about. I've never really been about that when I was a younger a younger guy, I was. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that I have to have my priorities because if I'm doing stuff just for the pure hedonistic pleasure of it, it's not healthy. It's really bad for your mental health. That, that much I do
0: know. Mm-hmm. I think that goes to a broader point as well. And I, we touched on it, I think, in our first episode as well. But if you really want to have a romantic relationship with someone, you have to make sure that you agree on values. And that is really really important right if you have different ideas of where you want to be in the future how you want to raise your kids if you even want to have kids if you want to get married if you have a difference in opinion on things that are very important to you even things like things like religion you're going to have to look for somebody else because you cannot fundamentally change somebody's view of the world and how they want to live their life i know that when Haley and I first started dating, I would say, like, probably a month into for our da- dating, we had a conversation where we sat down and we actually were like, okay, how do we how do we want to live our lives? Like, Where do we see this going? What do we want out of this relationship? What are the things we value most in our life? Because if we did not know those things about each other, I don't want to, you know, talk about getting married. Then she's like, oh, I don't want to have kids, though, and I don't really want to get married. And I'm like, well, I've now spent four years of my life with somebody who... I didn't really know this about and it's like it's almost a waste right because if those are really important to you and you're like I'm not going to give those up then that relationship those four years of time that you spent with that person are going nothing. to go yeah they were nothing at that point point. and you want to make sure that very upfront very early in the relationship you understand where the other person's mind is at and exactly what they want to get out of the relationship and I one thing that I do think is somewhat important, is politics. I don't think in friendships politics matters at all, right? People can disagree on everything politically and still be completely good friends, right? I'm friends with a lot of people here in Boston. I am very libertarian, but up here in Boston, I don't think there are very many libertarians up here. And I'm still friends with lots of people, and it's totally fine. But when it comes to dating, politics does align with values in some sense, right? I think that things like abortion and religion those are really important things and if you are somebody who has a difference of beliefs in one and like those two areas specifically that is a relationship that is probably not going to succeed right if, to, if like let's say i'm pro life and then somebody else is pro choice right that is a relationship that is probably not going to last because that is a fundamental value that is so opposite and could be so destructive in a relationship that it, it's not really worth the risk right I think I think you're getting a little bit too deep into it honestly speaking it, to me it would be do you want to live in the
1: city or the country do you want to do you want do you want to watch sports on the weekends do you want to be able to cook or do you want to eat out more do you want to drive a fast car or like a safe car it's, it's I think it's little things like that like eh, would you would you would your would your partner be okay with you having a motorcycle? Things like that, things that you know you want to have in your life, that you know you think are awesome. Like, do you want to go camping, or do you want to go? Do you want to go on? What what's your ideal vacation? Stuff like that. So that when you guys have interests that align, then you're going to be able to have fun with the person without conceding. And kind of contradicts what i said earlier So you do have to make concessions like do you want dogs Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i refuse to be with somebody that doesn't want dogs and kids like someone that doesn't like goofy nerdy stuff Mm -hmm. i like that 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 for me is something that's very important it's a non-starter if you don't want that and for me it's basically at the point where like you look at it you got to be be able to be giving but firm with what you want like in the context that if you want to go to Comic-Con and you have a, someone you're 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 in a relationship with and they they have no interest in it, why are you with that person? Like, if I want to go to a, a sporting event, like I want to go to a Ravens game, <clears throat> I want to go to a Ravens game or like, I don't know, a Capitals game, I want to be with somebody who's going to be interested in going to that event, not just because they can take a picture and post it to Instagram, but because they actually can talk to you about what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that in some sense. I do think that interests are really important right like you shouldn't just have zero interest with the person but i don't think you have to have a hundred percent interest and i think that if there are certain things that you really care about right you're like i cannot date somebody who does not like this or who will not come with me to this then that's totally fine but i do think that compromises do have to be made right like if let's say somebody loves eating out and i'm a homebody and i like cooking in that's not a deal breaker right and i don't think it should be because one small different aspects of life and different interests are totally fine. It opens you up to new things and it opens up somebody else to new things as well. Or say you have differences of what your perfect vacation is, right? Like like, like you said, I don't think you have to agree on that kind of stuff. I think that compromises and being willing to try new things is actually more important, right? I think that as long as you're with somebody who is willing and open to doing the things that you like and you're willing to reciprocate that, then I think that relationship is totally fine, right? I think that even though there are lots of things that you care about and that are super important to you. You have to make sure that you're not being too picky because if you are too picky, you're going to end up with somebody you're never going to end up with somebody at that point. Right. I think when I'm dating Haley, there's a lot of things that she likes to do that I'm not a huge fan of. Right. She always, she loves making candles. She loves watching TV. She loves, um, like makeup and stuff like that i am not a huge fan of a lot of those things i love tv i don't watch it very often though but Haley loves tv she loves doing that kind of stuff and she is i'm a home i'm kind of a homebody i'm a very social person and she's not that way so whenever we go out and do kind of stuff she's a little bit more reserved or she is somebody who doesn't like to dance right she's not a big dancer and i'm fine with dancing. i love dancing but that's not like a I don't, that's not a deal breaker to me right because she is willing to try new things i'm willing to try new things as well right she hates running she does not particularly like exercise but she, because she knows that it's such an important part of my life she's willing to give it a try and she ended up falling in love with it she doesn't like going she doesn't like running and she would never participate in any of my races but she's 100% willing to come with me and help support me on those races and cheer me on and i'm the same way if she has candle stuff that's going on i don't particularly like making candles but i would 100 be willing to help her and i have helped her in the past because i care about her and i'm willing to make a compromise and try something new so i think that what you're saying is partly true but i don't think that it necessarily needs to be 100 percent true
1: so the reason why i said what i said is because i've witnessed relationships on both sides of the spectrum
0: mm-hmm.
1: <coughs> like my parents sir, share share a significant amount of interest and they go do whatever the heck they both want to do together. Mm -hmm. They seem pretty, pretty happy about it. But then I, one of our friends was in a relationship with two people in the relationship had, I would say, almost nothing in common. Other than probably the food they liked. (laughs) (laughs) And it became kind of passive aggressive and angry because one person was forcing the other person to either chill with them and do what they wanted or the opposite when they were conceding on something that they didn't want Mm -hmm. they were just kind of angry about it and always had like a little bit of a grudge that they got made to do something that they didn't 100 percent want to do and i understand like i'm not saying that you shouldn't be with somebody because you guys don't both like the same sports team right you both you guys one's a basketball fan one's a football fan or one likes marvel one likes dc that's not, that's stupid little differences. Like mm-hmm. if you have a little difference of opinion, but if you're, like you said, if they're willing to try, but there's a lot of stuff that if you really are into something, they're not going to, you, you know, it's like a, you want someone who you can do social activities with and bring mm-hmm. you along.
0: Yeah, so like, I, yeah, I agree. And I think that what you're saying is completely right, right? I think that there's individual variants with it as well. There are people who have nothing in common and they're totally fine with one another. And then there's also people who have everything in common, and they don't particularly like spending time with each other. I think that it is a lot of individual variance, and just trying to understand who your person is, is super-duper important. Now, one thing that I do think is really important, and this is getting a little bit off-topic but still on-topic, is when you want to start a romantic relationship, and I know that everyone says this, it's all about emotions, it's it's about personality, it's total... BS, right? Personality is the thing that gets people to stay with you. But looks is the thing that gets people to talk to you. If you do not, and I'm not saying that it's because you have an ugly face, right? Work, Just work out, dress well, be confident. If you can do those three things, I guarantee you'll be more successful with both women and men. Because it's one thing if you have a fantastic personality, but you're not going to be able to stay in the house if you can't get in the door.
1: Well, if you're funny, too, if you can work yeah. on
0: your ability to make mm-hmm. people humor's, laugh. Humor's good, too. Yeah. I mean, I mean, for me, I know that the the, the woman I'm going to end up with is going to be a woman who has a dark sense of humor. Yes. Because that's where a majority of my 4K is when it comes to being funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I, think, I think you're 100% right. And I think that confidence, once again, comes from, like, for me, I mean, I've been sick for a little while, but going out and running on the weekend um, pounding the pavement you know maybe if you want to get buff I don't really for my job there's no functionality in me me getting really really muscular it's more functional fitness as what Mm -hmm. we've been told that they want from us so excuse me um but I just think that you got to take care of yourself because if you don't, you're going to be sitting there. You're either going to be one of these beta dudes who simps over a chick, or beta chicks who simp over a dude. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand
0: it from either either aspect of. A, uh, I, I don't know. It's just not how I work. I mean, I same way. No, but I think that. I can see why some people would like that. Some people just like being taken care of, or some people like being bossed around. And again, like if you're into that, it's totally fine. But if you're not into that and you're like, why is it that I just can't get a girl? Why do I feel like I'm always being bossed around? It's probably because of that. You know, it's probably because you're not taking care of yourself. You don't have a lot of confidence and you don't someone who takes a lot of initiative. Right. And I think that what you said as well with, getting in fitness and being consistent, I think that's another really important thing for being able to have a good romantic relationship is have something you're passionate about and have something you work really hard on all the time. Women and men both love when when you're dating someone and they have a passion, right? You don't want to be someone who just sits around, who doesn't have any goals, who doesn't have any dreams, who just chills and is kind of sad, right? Like, you're just like, oh, I just kind of sit around. I hate my job. I hate my work. I don't do anything. I just watch TV and play video games all the time, right? That's fine. Watch TV and play video games. But on the side of that or beyond that, have something that you're passionate about and you work really hard on, whether that's your fitness, whether that's a side hustle, whether that's a business, whether that's just educating yourself by reading or taking classes online, or even if it's your job. If you love your job and you want to work super hard on it, work super hard on it. But make sure that you have a passion. Make sure that you have something that you want to work super hard on. It's so attractive. It is so attractive when somebody has something that they work hard on, right? And I think that so many people don't have that anymore. And this is beyond just romantic relationships, right? But just, there are so many people who don't have those kinds of passions, who aren't willing to work super hard on something that they care a lot about. Even people I know in college who love what they do, but they aren't willing to put an extra time to get better at it, right? They do the bare minimum. Don't do the bare minimum. Go beyond what everyone thinks you need.
1: Yeah, so when with regard to, regard to, I guess for me, my understanding of it is is that you got to be an expert in at least one thing and proficient in other things. Mm-hmm.
0: Or at least trying to be an expert.
1: I don't think it's that difficult to become an expert in certain parts of what you want to do. If you have a passion for, I don't know, for woodworking, it's not that difficult to pull up a YouTube video and start working at a craft that you can build stuff around your house because you want to do that. Or if you want to build, I don't know, you want to work on cars and become a mechanic or not even become a mechanic. You want to do something on your free time to build up an old car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to take a lot of time to get good at, but once you get good at it, you're going to have a passion. That's is something that you can talk about to speak interesting and teach other people. Mm-hmm. I think that makes you an attractive person. Like it, it's, difficult when we're at the age that we're at where we don't have enough life experience to really i don't know what the word would be just to be proficient Mm -hmm. i guess
0: we don't have enough we haven't had enough time in our lives to actually be an expert at something yet
1: but there are things that i feel like i am functionally proficient in like fitness i feel like i'm good enough to tell other people what they can and can't do with fitness Mm -hmm. and help people out if they need help with it like i do I feel like I'm proficient enough in other facets of my life where like, I don't know, I'm really good at my job Mm -hmm. and I'm an expert at my job. So when I go to work, I go work with chemicals and when I'm done with my work at the day, people come to me and ask me questions about what they need to do based off my job. So I know what I need to do. And I can teach other people how to do what I need them to do to help me out. I don't know. It's just like, I feel like once you are able to put that in order and you have something that, that you decide, like, I was watching yesterday, so I wasn't feeling too well. I was sitting on my, on my I was sitting in my chair watching YouTube all day because I was not feeling good. Right. I was looking at, like, how cool it would be to go work for SpaceX.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be cool.
1: Like, go, go, go get a degree in astrophysics. Probably a doctorate into astrophysics and i'll be like that's something that the people that go out and do that that's because they didn't sit around and not work those are the people that took the time to take that extra hour of work after you already worked for eight hours to study a little more to understand some crazy physics concept a little harder mm-hmm. to I don't, freaking study a black hole i don't know but I just, I just think that stuff's so interesting because those are people who have passion. They end up having people come to them looking for a relationship with them.
0: Yeah, and just being intelligent, right? Having having that thing that you are really smart at is super attractive. I mean, just being able to talk about something with proficiency and using the correct vocabulary as well is always nice, but just being proficient in a topic and being able to talk about it as if you were an expert and just knowing a lot about something is super attractive so i would always recommend this is my recommendation for people who are like oh how do i sound smarter how do i get better at something i recommend two things practice practice the thing that you do or that you want to do and then read a book like you said reading not only makes you more intelligent in terms of the topic that you're reading on but it also makes you sound a lot smarter it expands your vocabulary it makes it so that you have a source that you can go back to and that you can use as references in the future. And there are so many great books out there. Just find something that you're passionate about and read. And I know a lot of people don't like reading, and I know that reading takes a lot of time, depending on what you're reading about, but I guarantee you it will change your life. I read a plethora of books. I literally have 15 books right next to me right now that I'm going through. And I can tell you right now that every single time I read a book, I get more intelligent and people like me even more because i become more proficient in a topic that I can talk about and I can talk about with intelligence, right? There's a lot of people out there who are like, oh, I read this article, right? But reading an article makes you smart enough to be on the news. Reading a book makes you smart enough to actually have a debate. And I think it's a great I would way say, I wouldn't say even have a debate. The people
1: who read the article, read the news, The people who read or people who understand the article read the book write the news or make the news i guess mm-hmm. i mean you don't hear some somebody who read an article about spacex and then talking about it they're not the ones going in there making the tech and equipment that actually functions the company, yep. company
0: yeah i mean so, go on oh, sorry. i didn't mean to cut you off. no you're good go on
1: so i think also it just comes down to having a little bit of drive to better yourself. So, like, you read a book about fitness, you're going to be able to help people by giving them tips based off of the fitness. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You read a book about, I don't know, philosophy, because that's something that interests me deeply. You go read, um, like, On Liberty or something Mm -hmm. like that, where you can go sit around and a Kindle costs a lot, like 100 bucks. Mm Mm-hmm rather than buying a gram or whatever, people or are buying glues, going out and doing that stuff or buying a vape or stuff like that, go out, even if you can, you can do both. Mm-hmm. wouldn't recommend doing both, but you go out, buy a Kindle and buy some $3 books or buy a book pack on Kindle. And it's, unless you want the actual paperback version and then that's fine too. But you can just go to a bookstore and buy some stuff. It's not difficult. And you take that 30 minutes before you go to bed rather than playing on your phone, looking at Twitter or going on the hub.
0: Mm -hmm. Read a book. Yeah, significantly healthier for you, and actually make you go to bed quicker. Yeah, it will. It's got it. I can tell you right now that I have fallen asleep so many times just reading my book at night, like reading a book at night. It's not because it's boring; it's because it's. I don't have to sit there in front of that blue light. That blue light is going to wake you up. So sitting in front of that book, just reading it, trying to fall asleep, it's going to make it's going to calm me down. Right. So I think I mean getting better sleep is always a great thing. But I think the other thing that is going to be is going to help you in a relationship is don't focus on the sex. All right? It's great, everyone loves it, but it should not be your primary focus. Right? Don't go into a relationship thinking that when am I gonna get laid by this beautiful girl or this super handsome dude. Focus on building a relationship, focus on getting to know somebody more. Sex is almost a bonus on top of the relationship, right? It is a great bonus, and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it, but I am saying that it should not be the primary focus of the relationship. In some of my past relationships, it's only been about the physical, and that shouldn't be it. It I think it is an important part of the relationship, right? I don't think it's not, but it shouldn't be your only focus, right? And I think that the physical aspect of things makes people closer because it makes you more comfortable with one another. It's... A very very intimate experience with two people and I'm not I'm not gonna ever I'm really not gonna advocate for wait till marriage because I just just do not do that (laughs) but I think that making sure that you are just it's just not your primary focus of the relationship is going to take you it's gonna take the relationship it's gonna make you a much better person and a much better significant other
1: well, I think it's also the fact that if you can, if you guys can can smash, but you can't talk after you smash, why are you in a relationship with that person? Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you're just gonna if you're just gonna gonna do gonna do the deed and then watch YouTube or watch some Netflix, you're not building off of each other. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not. There's no. There's no. for lack of a better word, there's no vibe between you guys. There's no point in being there. There's yeah. no point in, in putting your effort into something if you're not. Actually, putting any effort to it, I guess. Yeah. I guess more time. Yeah. it's important. It's important to have somebody like
0: that can
1: support
0: you. hmm yeah, yeah, I think that is one of the most important things. Is that you are you do have somebody that's going to support you, right? And it's like if you are with somebody who every time you're doing something, they're always busy. They never have the time to help you out. They never seem interested in the things that you're doing. That is probably not going to be somebody who you're going to want to stay with because there are going to be times in the future where you are in a rough spot, whether that's financially, whether that's physically, whether that's emotionally. There's going to be a time in the future where you, one of the both of you, one or the both of you, I'm sorry, is going to be in a rough spot and you're going to need the help of the other person to help you get out of it. And if you don't have somebody who's willing to get down in the dirt with the shovel and help dig you out, that's probably not going to be somebody that you want to spend the rest of your life with because if they're just going to stand at the top or walk away and then you're going to, have to dig yourself out of that hole, it shows the kind of person that you're with. And that is not the kind of person you really want to be with.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. That's, a, that's probably the crux of our, of our conversation today has been that if you're not getting something out of it, what's the point of doing it? And you mm-hmm. got to look after yourself while helping other people. Mm-hmm. You got to be a- and he's a bit selfish in you know, order to improve yourself at all. I mean, if there is no
0: bonus, what's the point? Yep, yeah. could not agree more. And with that, I think that's the best place we could possibly stop for today. Yeah. If you like this episode, please. Go subscribe to Two Idiots, Some Genius Podcast. We're on all of the different podcast platforms now, so feel free to follow us. And if you wanted to learn more about your hosts, you can follow us both on Instagram. I am at Adam Lebellet and Laz is at Laz Freeberg. Thank you all for listening, and hope you all have a wonderful day.